0: Good evening. I think there's a little spot here I forgot to click on. Right, sorry about that. It's Darlow from uh, Vernon, British Columbia, here in the Okanagan, in uh, British Columbia. Nice day, around eighty, but better, I guess, actually. And uh, uh, you know, pretty pretty warm. My mind is only what eleventh kind of eleventh of, of September. It's not that late, yeah. <clears throat> So, at least that's a good side. Bad side is an uh, earthquake in Morocco. I've been to Morocco and it doesn't surprise me that buildings collapse. I walked in places in there where the, uh, like, was about three or four feet between buildings and stairways going down between them. I don't know. <clears throat> the, uh, the old buildings, too. Anyway, uh, let's not spend too much time on that. First of all, I hope you're doing fine and everything's okay. If it isn't, I hope it'll get better. the uh, <clears throat> The world is still spinning away. We're still traveling through the universe. At, I think it's sixty eight thousand miles an hour around the sun. Planets are still in place. Things are still swirling around. Everybody's got its orbit. And it seems to stay in it so that part which is beyond you and me totally you know was put together by somebody a lot smarter than you and me, at least me for sure and uh, that that is kind of the drift I'd like to talk about a bit is that you know we're in a in a, in a basically a minefield of uh, things happening, and uh, we really don't know what to do about them until it happens, and then we're in the middle of it and don't know what to do, really. You know, right now, in North America especially, we're, we're being run by, I don't know, people who are inept, not just inept, but totally inept, you know running the countries, these great countries down. I really feel bad that uh, being the white race is the uh, dominant race in North America and Europe and whatever else. When I think especially of North America, how uh, fortunate this country was with all its natural resources and plains and agriculture and lumber and mining and, you know, wealth come in galore. And the thing is, if you're a white person, then you you were part of the uh, Abraham, Abrahamic blessing that was given. Whether you like to believe that or not, doesn't matter. Because it's a fact. You can't ignore the fact that the white people, white race of this world were, get, were given the best land, without question, North America, Western Europe, South Africa, Australia, and all wealth comes from the land, always does. But, you know, I know, and I'm sure you know too, that we're doing things in this country that are just against, against, The innate feeling you have and you know it's wrong to do what things that we're okaying and doing. And, uh, you know, who has promoted and promoted and uh, more, uh, oh, I don't know what you call it, sexual deviancy and uh, basically pretty filthy shit than Hollywood and the United States, delivering porn throughout the whole world. There's more porn on the internet now than people like to admit. And it shows how, you know, how the this world we're living in, not just the world. I, I'm a few months away from being 90 years old. Uh, that part, Just, you know, it absolutely amazes me. I have to tell you that. I just think about that sometimes when I think, man, you know, I've been here for just about 90 years. I've been able to observe all this. I knew when I was about 15 years old, to tell you the truth, that I was here for a reason. And I believed that. Nobody told me. I I had the idea that we were here. I, I said to myself, we're here, like, uh, we're here on a two-week vacation to make up our minds about something. At that time, I said something. And I think I had a feeling of, you know, that there was a decision to be made in a person's life. You know, I didn't grow up a, a nice little uh, boy and everything. I mean, I was wild as hell. I, me and my buddies just carried on like crazy I guess, half the time. And my mom and dad didn't ever say a word to me about anything. Not, never uh, once. Never once. I'd bring guys home, stay over the weekend, and the uh, door was always open and welcomed in. And, oh, come on in. How are you doing? <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I have to tell you right off the bat here that I was I've been blessed actually blessed. You may not think, you may think that's just BS, but I have. I was blessed by two people, my mother and my father. And I was blessed because I could not have found two people like that in the world who would would treat me better. All my life, I was treated like a, like I was a prince or something. And I used to, It used to bother me. I didn't know why they were being so black and good to me. I hadn't done anything. I didn't deserve it as far as I knew. And yet they just, they just like they were in awe of me or something. And i I, it was a pretty funny feeling all the time. Because I I messed up like crazy. I broke stuff and, ugh. on the farm. Dad would come home, take a look, walk around on the outside of the yard, walk around and around, throw his hat up in the air, come in and say absolutely nothing. Nothing. No nothing. He never, ever said a cross word to me. Except once. <laughs> well, it wasn't cross, it was pretty obvious. We were cutting rails In a burnt-out section, we had, you know, burnt so we could break land and whatever. And these rails were about, you know, four or five inches tall, and they were burnt and they dried out. We were going to cut them down for wood, for firewood. Only when they get like that, they, they get dried out and springy, you know. And I was, well, I don't know, 14, I guess, or something. And when you're 14... You're lazy. You don't want to work hard. I mean, you know. What I anyway, seen, he's chopping down trees, you know, about 20 feet away or something. And I'm chopping trees away, I don't know, 15 or 20 feet apart. And I'm chopping on this tree. Ah, it bounces and it doesn't really cut. Like so I cut it a bit on one side. And then I pushed on it to break it off. And it pushed and all of a sudden... Bang, it just broke like that and it just whipped right down and smacked my dad right square in his head and he just sunk to the ground just sunk to the ground he, he was like he couldn't move and it cut his uh, skull a bit and he was bleeding and I thought oh what I, done? I killed my dad <laughs> we, I got him into the wagon we had a of horses and in the wagon there I got him into the wagon, put up, got a handkerchief and put it on his head with his cap there, and kind of holding it so it didn't bleed too bad. And you know, wagon and horses are not a speedy way to get home. I mean, it took a while to get home. I get him in the house. Mom, what's going on? What's the matter? And got him in a chair, cleaned his head off and washed his head and oh. Oh, my gosh. And he looks at me. says, are you trying to kill me? <laughs> and another time we were weighing pigs. And he was, we'd have to get him into this crate and lock him in there and pull on a, on a lever of rail sort of to lift the crate off the ground. And then there, somebody had to handle the, the big scale. I, of course, would handle the scale. I wasn't going to do all this heavy work. So, Dad was doing that, and I'm handling the scale, and I've gone around, and it's bouncing up and down a little bit. And this big weight on the scale, you slide it over and back and forth, and you get the right spot to see how much it weighs. Well, it was swinging around, and all of a sudden it went, bounced a little, and it went down, bang right in his forehead and knocked him right to his knees. And again he said, Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> oh I didn't mean to do that. But well, he do that. <clears throat> ah, ah, I was gonna make a short. This is not a short. <laughs> Too bad. Anyway, the uh well I guess we'll have to leave it till later. Uh <clears throat> the uh whole business of what's going on in the world is getting dicier and dicier. And uh, I'm I'm still glad I'm around to, to observe this and see this. And I'm, you know, I'm sure you are too in a way and in another way, you could be very worried. I personally am not all that worried because for instance, global warming, blah, 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 whatever they want to call that, is it's happening? I think it's going to happen. It's partly natural. It's not created by humans. It's it's in the it's in the cards. And uh, gonna save the planet. Well, I don't know what you could compare that to. You know, such a big idiotic thing. Where are you gonna? Where are you gonna? Uh, Lord, the people of this world so bad that they'll they'll be in they'll be absolutely destitute while you say you're here're badly climate change it won't work you can't do it it's a lie that people will not accept the fact that God has a plan and the plan is this this earth and that The earth and the heavens are going to both basically expire. They're going to be gone away. They've done their duty. God has raised or a hundred billion people plus now. I don't know how many sons there is actually, but they'll all be sons, I guess. In in one way, the ones who who uh, live in his kingdom. So, there's quite a few things that are going to have to happen, and the big problem is God is his criteria is who do you believe and who do you trust? Yes, and he says that's what he has to know, and he knows it. He knows it. You don't have to even tell him. He knows it. <clears throat> he said you're not. You can't earn your way or pay your way or no he said it's a gift eternal life from god is a gift you don't earn it you don't pay for it you don't do good little deeds and say that's good. if i do enough i'll go to, i'll be i'll be in, in his kingdom no you have to believe that before time was before there was time before there was anything god had a plan And the plan he made was an agreement between him and at that time was the word who became Jesus Christ to us that he would be the lamb that would suffer the consequences of his creation that was going to break his law. And the penalty for breaking his law is death. That doesn't change, never changes. His law is holy. If you can figure out what holy is, maybe you're better than I am. But I know that it's holy and it's beyond anything touching it. So, but the thing is, that's what's going to happen. But also what's going to happen is the good part, the great part. I mean, it's so great you can hardly, people don't hardly uh, believe they can talk about it. Eternal life in a perfect body on a planet that lasts forever. That is is what's offered you. That is offered to you. On the other hand, death, destruction. I don't even want to talk about hell. Jesus Christ talked about hell. Hardly anybody else did. He created hell, so he knows all about it. And he created it for Satan and his angels, but I guess there's room for a lot of others too. Anyway, the good part is you can avoid that. It's given to you. It's offered to you on a platter like that. It's been offered to you for thousands of years, 2,000 years now. And uh, I, I would say that people should. I think there's going to be people eventually really, look into this and, and, and say, look, the way the world is going, and the, the way it's going to end up, I don't want to end up like the world is, destroyed. For no, you know, when there's an offer not to be. The offer on the right hand is the good offer, on the left hand is bad. And it depends on which one you take, and which one you do. And it's up to you. God's leaving it up to you. He knows what you're going to do in advance. He knows. He knows exactly what everybody's going to do. Huh. Okay. this uh, I think this is good enough for now. I'm just doing this live. I don't normally do this live, but I'm doing this one live to see how it goes. So if you'd like to subscribe, I'd appreciate that. I should say that early on, because there's most likely nobody listening right now. Or maybe there is. <clears throat> anyway, God bless you, and we'll talk to you again.